Let's talk about picking a pantheon and working with particular spirits while this cat hangs out on my shoulder for god knows how long. So I got some notes and I'll be referring to those, but you know, when you first start off with magic, it's like, who do you work with and like, where do you start kind of, because there's so many different kind of archetypes and deities and stuff that you can work with, but you know, it's kind of like, who do I start with? Who do I pick? So I got some notes. Well, this cat keeps just walking on me and whatnot. And maybe I might move her, but depends on how bad she claws me. So is it important to pick a pantheon? Not entirely. It depends on your outlook. Um, chaos magicians in particular, or those that don't exactly follow a um, particular set, they kind of view it, they kind of view deities and stuff as like whoever gets the the job done, I'll work with them. And um, <clears throat> still others that like to be more traditional like to pick a particular pantheon or set of gods to work with. It looks like we lost the game, and now you guys did too. Um, I particularly lost the game because the cat took off. So, you know, me, myself, I work with the Necronomicon entities, which is, the, you know, the Akkadian, Sumerian, Akkadian, basically Mesopotamian deities from the Simon Necronomicon and from antiquity, right? Um, and I work with them because of my work with the Simon Necronomicon, and I happen to resonate with them. I worked with them because of the Simon Necronomicon, but a lot of people kind of do it the other way around. They always have an affinity for or they have a liking for a particular set of, uh, you know, tales and stories and stuff and that draws them in. So they might work with Egyptian or Greek or Roman or Norse or what have you. <clears throat> but, you know, you can pick a system and then like the deities you work with or you can resonate with the deities and then pick that system. Of course, if you're more of a chaos or a chaos magician, you're like, I want to get this done, who can help me, that god over there can help me, that demon can help me, that spirit, that name of Marta can help me, so I'm going to pick and choose. You know, it's a, it's a giant buffet out there, and you can pick one of the tables, or you can just cherry pick and see what you like, kind of. Um, but when you pick a pantheon, it gives structure to your workings and familiarity when you go to do a spell, because you know who you'll be working with. You really get to know particular entities and deities at a very deep level when you work with them often, because you're listening to their, you're listening to or reading their stories, you work with them, you kind of know how their energy feels, and just the more familiar you get, honestly, in my opinion, the better. Um, <clears throat> you can pick based on qualities you want to foster within yourself, um, think of it like looking for a teacher. You want to, if you're lacking in a particular skill, you want to look for a teacher that's good at that skill. So you can look at um, any deities now, thanks to the internet, you can find information on them. And you learn that their qualities are, you know, good at this, can teach this, da-da-da-da-da-da. And you're like, I want to work with them. And that's kind of how you pick it. Um <clears throat> So you find a teacher among gods, spirits, or demons, or what have you, that can teach you a particular skill. You can expand that to working with the whole pantheon or particular type of entity. So, like, you might, you know, get drawn to working with one of the 50 names of Marduk one day, and that draws you in, and then you end up working with as many of the 50 as you can get to. You might work with a particular deity from a pantheon, and then you're like, hey, this was really cool. Let's see who else I can work with. And then you end up working with more than one god from that pantheon slash group, let's say. Or you have a very, very good 
working with a particular demon and then you start to look at the other demons when you have other needs or you just want to expand. So the more you work with particular entities, the stronger the connection becomes. And remember that it's important to do as much research as possible on the entities, the culture, the stories of the system or um, that you work with as it will expand your knowledge and deepen your connection to it. You know, it's not just one-stop shop, I'm going to work with this demon here. You want to kind of get to know who you're working with. You know, you don't just go to a class. You might want to learn about the teacher and what their credentials are. You know, I'm trying to draw on these analogies here. Um, just a little tip for when you're doing this kind of thing. You want to make your workings happen on a regular basis, be it once a week, once a day, once a month, you know, something regular. Because the more often that we do something, the stronger it gets, the easier it comes to us. And just habits, habits, rituals, for lack of a better term slash pun, <clears throat> they build and breed strength with that. Um, even if you're not going to do a spell for a particular goal, you can step into your ritual space and make an offering. You know, a lot of times when you work with entities, particular, you know, any of them, you give an offering, they help you out. It's, it's supposed to be an even exchange. If you kind of take advantage of an entity, you know, you might get some backlash where they might just flat out ignore you. Um, you know, let's see. The more time you spend in ritual with a particular system, the stronger you'll get at it. I like to kind of think that um, every different um, pantheon or subgroup or type kind of has its own little, its own different frequency, you know, even with like the Necronomicon, they call it the Necronomicon current, um, some do, where it's a, it's a different flavor. Every different system has a different flavor. And when you work with a particular system, you start to understand and, and get the feeling for that type of energy. So then it becomes easier and you become stronger with it. Your body becomes more attuned. Your senses become more attuned. So the more often you do it, the stronger it gets. So, um, my opinion on this one, I put a little star here. Every system or pantheon or type of entity... Oh yeah, I actually just said the whole flavor thing. I love how when I make these notes, um, it's almost like I don't have to read them, but they're there just so I don't end up stumbling. Anyway, so here's an idea. Set up a permanent or semi-permanent place um, to make regular workings or offerings, depending on the tradition. Um, you can, you know, some people don't have space for a permanent altar. I kind of have a little bit of one working right here, but not everybody has that. So you can have a semi-permanent altar. If you don't have a permanent one, find a way to where you can kind of put everything in a box or a trunk or something. And then easy setup, do your thing, take it down and set it up, you know, as often as possible in a um, habitual, regular manner so that you are building the energies and stuff. I don't think that a permanent altar is arguably better than a semi-permanent altar, although you can say that the more often that you work with something, like in a particular space, the stronger the energy gets there. But then again, um, you know, if you set up your stuff and then put it away in a box, all the energy is kind of contained within those things. So it's whether or not it's put away or not it's still got the same amount of oomph, in my opinion. Let me know if you disagree with me down there. Um, so if you're starting out with magic, it can be helpful to pick a single tradition with a pantheon to start and practice it. The skills and modalities you learn working with one particular path make it easier for you to learn other paths if you choose to change it later on. 
A lot of magical systems have commonalities that may look different on the outside, but all share similar purposes, scopes, and uses. Like, you find that um, a lot of gods and goddesses or spirits or whatever have parallels in different pantheons. You know, you have like, um, you know, like Greek and Roman deities, they're all almost the same thing between like Zeus and Jupiter and, and any of the other ones, you know. So you can draw parallels. Oh, this guy's a lot like this guy. Oh, this one's a lot like this one. And when you understand the energies and the feelings of one, it can make it easier to understand the energies and feelings of the other when you, when you cross between systems. Um, and, you know, arguably from a psychological perspective, they all boil down to archetypes and they just kind of have different faces. Or you have the whole Brahman idea where Brahman is the ultimate spiritual force and then the that spiritual force takes on the different faces of the different entities and gods that you work with. You know, arguably the all from uh, the Kabbalion, right? Um, still gotta review that book. I like that book. There's a lot of interesting stuff in the Kabbalion. Let me know if you guys have read it down there. And if um, I know that I was talking about doing it a long time ago, but I just never got around to it because I gotta sit with the book and I gotta like digest all of it out on a script for you guys. And that would just take a long time that arguably I didn't have back then, I might now. So maybe I'll get around to that. Let me know if you want that kind of thing. But yeah, this has been a little bit of a rant on picking a pantheon and working with particular spirits. And, you know, if picking a pantheon might be right for you and, you know, to each their own and everything is unique and everyone's magical experience is unique to you. But maybe this helped some people with should I go with a particular spirit? Should I go with a particular group of gods or deities or demons or what have you? Or should I just cherry pick? So hopefully this helped somebody. Let me know what you guys think down in the comments. You can always reach me by email and on my Facebook, Facebook group and all that stuff. You can find links to which at the end of this video and down below. Good hunting. Thanks for watching my video. So if you want to check out my playlists, I have, among others, the Simon Necronomicon, the Tree of Life, General Magic, Tulpamancy, a playlist on my books, the Elements, Stones, the Theories that Govern Magic, and the Gods and Goddesses of Mesopotamia. If you want to check out my books on Amazon, I have Creating Consciousness, Magical Mechanics, Magical Theater, Handy Sigil Magic, Magical Movement, which is an update and expansion upon Handy Sigil Magic. Magical Mastery, which is a combination masterwork of Magical Theater and Magical Mechanics. And The Guide to the Spheres and Beyond. You can also find me on Facebook at MagicologyYT. You can email me at priestofthenecro at gmail.com. And you can even check out my Instagram, which is Magicology. And good hunting.